wonder of God. Three weeks ago, while we were on our 7 a.m. morning prayers, and just in between the prayers, I had a spirit of God said to me that there is someone that is beside a dead woman. And then the spirit of God begins to say to me, tell the person to increase the volume of the phone and place it right beside the dead woman. And as the testimony was eventually going to enter, and the person said that as soon as they heard that, meanwhile, few hours before the time, their mom had just been confirmed clinically dead. Clinically dead. The doctors had confirmed and they were lamenting. And it didn't make sense that in the middle of that kind of pain, that their sister was listening to a prayer going on on the phone. But as soon as the word of knowledge came, she increased the, 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 the volume and placed it right beside their mother. And the prayers were going on and on and on and on and on and on. And she said, Pastor, by the time you were done praying, she bought Andy Kasa. And she said, we waited for my mom to come back to life. And she didn't. She didn't come back to life and it felt like her world was stumbling right down on her and then she had questions on her mind was it true that God said could it be true that that wasn't God was it not my mom that God was talking about and she felt God had really disappointed them but people of God five minutes later five minutes later five minutes later for the scripture says how many of you will your children ask for bread and you will give them a stone how many of you will your children ask for fish and you will give them a snake the bible says and women received their dead back to life
great wonder of God. Three weeks ago, while we were on a 7 a.m. morning prayers, and just in between the prayers, I had a spirit of God said to me that there was someone that is beside a dead woman. And then the spirit of God begins to say to me, tell the person to increase the volume of the phone and place it right beside the dead woman. And as the testimony was eventually going to enter, and the person said that as soon as they heard that, meanwhile, few hours before the time, their mom had just been confirmed clinically dead. Clinically dead. The doctors had confirmed and they were lamenting. And it didn't make sense that in the middle of that kind of pain, that their sister was listening to a prayer going on on the phone. But as soon as the word of knowledge came, she increased the, 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 the volume and blinked.
Morning tongues, I welcome you all. The Lord God bless you for joining this morning. Please, if you haven't shared the link, kindly do so. Share the link, somebody. Share the link, share the link, share the link. Share the link, share the link, share the link to bless somebody this morning. You know, somebody needs to be blessed by the sharing of your link this morning. Share the link, 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 somebody. You are too faithful to fail. Beloved of God, I want us to lift a voice of thanksgiving this morning. Voice of thanksgiving. You know, the psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Praise his holy name. Beloved of God, it was not because of our beauty, neither was it our complexion. But by the grace of God, we are counted worthy this morning. I want you to say something to your maker, say something to your lover. Even if it's going to wake up, this is a few hours after a great surgery. And the woman... Praise the name of the living God, somebody. Jadi bradoza vendegete jada. Erete vadoza vidi jada. Rete gataba. Eren telemenoza vendiki doza vendi yan telemenema. Erebe tegedeba shadabala vadaba. Ele tegedeba shadabala vadaba. I will bless the Lord at all times. Shadi bradoza de yan telemenema. Somebody bless the name of the living God. Shadaba di brada. Ele menoza vendiki doza vandi yan telemenema. May your name be praised this morning, O God. Shati Yan Talabada, Ratika Tosa Vendiki Yan Father, we know thanking you is not enough. But all this morning we want to say is thank you, Jesus. For if it has not been the Lord on our side, let now Israel say. 
Shala bada 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 Shalabada, <laughs> 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Still in the mood of prayer, somebody. Please shadowing, 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 shadowing. Somebody just wave your hands. Shadowing, somebody. Say, we know. We are lifting for the voice in prayer. You know, last night when Daddy was teaching, Daddy chipped in a scenario about Joshua. That the Amorites came and aligned with him. And the Bible said, because of the alignment, Joshua commanded the sun, and the sun stood still. And the Israel prevailed. Beloved of God, if because of the covenant, Joshua was able to speak for the son to stand. That means if God himself stands for us, we are more than conquerors. Mama say our body jinama Israel voting kunim dia. And yes, say our body jinama ya yesini in kunim for. This morning we are lifting for the voice in prayer. We are praying, telling God that Father, in the name of Jesus, because of our covenant with you, because of our covenant this morning, oh Lord God, make us more than conquerors. Make us this morning more than conquerors in the name. Of Jesus, lift a voice in prayer. Somebody, Rati Iyam Talabatosa Vandakata, Arabatakata Pashadabadaba, whatever we will be doing this morning, Arete Katosa Vandikianta, Illuminate Shati Iyanta, Ikabarosa Vandakianta Labata, Rabatakatapa, Rabatabadapa, Rabatabadapa, Rabapapapa, Rabatakatapa, Yelibete, Yalapatia, Aluntelemene. Kanda balabas, rabada balabas, rabada gadabas, yalabada balabas, rabanda ketes, aluntele mene shati iyatas, alabalada balabas, rabababababas, rabababababas, ramana manamas, rabada gadabas, rati iyanta dabatiya, shati ikatosa vanda kiyanta, ramana manamas, rabada balabas, rabada gadabas, rabada balabas, rabababababas, rabada gadabas, yele. Rabba <laughs> 
Lift your voice, somebody. This morning, may the Lord make us more than a conqueror. Shalabada <laughs> 
Thank you, Father. My God. says in the book of psalm 50 verse 5 it says assemble my covenant people before me encounter people you are the covenant people assemble my covenant people before me you can't be assembled if you are not a covenant child those who ratified a covenant with me by sacrifice the ratification of the covenant is by sacrifice listen any agenda of any demonic covenant in your life because you are a covenant child 
you are extricated in the name of Jesus. Oh, you didn't hear that. You are extricated in the name of Jesus. Let there be a ceremony of covenant children this morning. Most of you, when we started teaching about covenant, you have engaged in serious covenant. But the Lord, who is a covenant-keeping God, will also remember you. Lady Reverend Kwanza, you are welcome, ma. God bless you for joining. Granny Annie, my grandma, the Lord bless you for joining. Oh, the men of God and the women of God on this platform, the Lord bless you for joining. It's a blessing to have other ministers on the platform. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless encounter people. The most wonderful people in the whole world. Encounter family is the most wonderful family in the whole world. And I mean it. Thomas, go and check your email, okay? I see a message that you are missing. Amen, Granny Yesterday we learned a lot, and I hope you remember what we learned. We learned a lot. Gather my people. Those that have covenant with me through sacrifice. Psalm 50 verse 5. The 6th. The heavens declare his friend, for God is just. He says, listen, my people, I am speaking. Now, my people is the covenant people. I am speaking, listen, Israel. Now, he now refers his covenant people, Israel. So, Israel is a covenant people. I am accusing you. I am God, your God. I am not condemning you because of your sacrifice or because of your burnt sacrifice that you continually offer me. I do not need to take a bull. Please listen and listen attentively. I do not need to take a bull from your household or goat from your sheepfold. For every wild animal in the forest belongs to me, as well as the cattle that graze on a thousand hills. I kept I, I keep track of every bird in the hills. And the insect of the field are mine. Even if I were hungry, 
One day, a certain English madam taught me that we don't say I was. Any past tense, you use where. I was like, any amount for a critical. So, somebody you listen to this one, you think that maybe it is wrong. That is the right word. Even if I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the word and all it contains belong to me. This is God telling the covenant people that he is not interested with all of these things. In fact, they shouldn't have it in mind that they are doing this eh, to maybe woo him. But they must understand that if he will eat maybe a goat or a lamb or whatever it may be, maybe your sheep or cattle or whatever, cow. All of these things belongs to him. He can take from the sheepfold. The fact that you are a hess man doesn't mean that you gave life even to this animal. The one that created them, that made them existed in this life is God. He was now trying to communicate to them, to understand the essence of their covenant. That it's not because they are sacrificing to him. Even if I were hungry, verse 12, I would not tell you for the world and all it contains belongs to me. Your husband belongs to God. Your children belongs to God. Your wife belongs to God. Your business that you are so much, some people can, can, can be so much um, um, affectionate about their business even at the things of God. Those things, if you get sick today, you cannot handle them again. You have allowed money to lead you. But God is now trying to talk to covenant people that, listen, it's an opportunity to even covenant with me. And I have not covenanted with you because of only the sacrifice. Because in the beginning, they have entered into covenant with me because of their sacrifice. But it is not because you are giving me sacrifice only. But having the understanding about what to do is what matters. Then he went on verse 13 to say, do I eat the flesh of bulls? God is now asking, do I eat the flesh of bulls? Do I drink the blood of gold? 14, present to God a tank offering. Are you getting it? Present to God a tank offering. Repay your vows to the sovereign one. Pray to me when you are in trouble. God is telling them, I will deliver you and you will honor me. Eh. He said, We should pray to you. You will deliver us. And you are us. Okay. God says to God says this to the evildoer. How can you declare my command and talk about my covenant? Now I want your attention to come alive here. God is now speaking to the evil person that they cannot talk about his command and they cannot also talk about his covenant because they don't have any covenant, and that is why you must fight. To covenant with God. When you covenant with light, every forces of darkness will be expelled, will be destroyed, will be overruled. Am I talking to somebody? We're about to pray. My God. So 
So God, God says this to the evil one. How can you declare my command? If you are not of God, you cannot declare the command of God. If you do not belong to the covenant family, you cannot declare the command. So some of you, you are declaring things you are not covenanted with. Oh God of Abraham, are you covenanted with Abraham? Please, are you learning this morning? You can declare a thing that you are covenanted with. If I am calling on a higher power to now come in my midst to deliver me, it is because I have a partnership, a relationship, a friendship, or I have a link with that higher power. Are you following? If Ukraine is crying that somebody is attacking this and they call for maybe a certain country that is powerful, it is because they have a link with that family. Are you getting it? Because in the kingdom, the Bible says, let every man mind their own business. That's what, please, are you learning something this morning? The Bible says, let every person mind their own business. So it means that if I don't have anything to do with you, if I don't have any cover, and I know that this thing, I must not touch it. There are people, they come to me, and sometimes you don't feel led to pray for them. Because what is happening, it will take another man of God that they insulted to deliver them. There are things, as a man of God, you must, be, you must also be sensitive as to what you need to deliver and what you need to keep quiet. There are people, they have spoken against their parents who gave birth to them. When they come to you, listen, it doesn't matter the amount of prayer you pray for them. They must go back to their parents and repent and ask for forgiveness. I'm talking about covenant. The line is breaking at your end. Then it is your network because I'm, I'm having a clear sound here. Crystal clear. Listen, God is mindful of covenant. Because God keeps on talking about covenant, 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 covenant. And it is because of the covenant. Listen, I'm telling you something. It is because of the covenant that the earth remains. The Bible says that whilst the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not see. So it means that what is making the earth to be alive and to stay is because of seed time and harvest time. If this thing sees, the earth also sees. So there is a covenant of seed time. And there's a covenant of harvest. There's a covenant of winter. And there's a covenant of summer. And that is why you cannot change it. Although a certain day will change. But when the season comes, you know that this is winter. This is summer. The covenant that governs even um, 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 the sun, the moon, and the stars. It has been arranged. That's why in the book of Job, God now told him that before I laid the foundation, where were you? Do you know the pillars that hold the earth? Listen, there are covenants that are holding the earth. Listen, if you see a man standing, don't think that the man is just standing by um, lack. There is something that is holding that man up. If you see, listen, nothing on this earth came automatically. Everything is binded by a covenant. 
even your birth, your coming to the earth, it came by the covenant of your parents mating together, meeting together, your father and mother coming together, a covenant of marriage or a covenant of law that united them to have sex, and out of it you came out. So you were a covenant child living on a covenanted earth. If you do not engage yourself in a covenant pathway, you will die before your time or you will struggle in life. But I pray for you. May you have a deeper understanding of covenant. And may God deliver you. Do you know that God understood what was going to happen to man in the future? So God, the Bible says, the Lamb of God who was slain from the foundation of the world. So even spiritually, Jesus was slain from the foundation of the world because God, having understanding that this is what is going to happen to man, either, neither than that, if he was not slain from the foundation of the world, in fact, judgment could have been prevailed against man. But God understood that a time is coming. My God, I feel fire right now. God understood that a time is coming that man will fall. So he slain his son from the foundation of the world. His son was slain from the foundation. People of God, covenant. And that is why when man died, God took the skin of an animal and used the skin with blood to cover Adam and Eve. Even though they sinned against God, never, ne- nevertheless, there was a way for them. In the name of Jesus. Are you learning this morning? So when we talk about covenant, have understanding. That is what we call the Solanic Covenant. Now in the Solanic Covenant, we have an understanding that what keeps the solar system in its place is a covenant. Are you ready to learn? Are you ready to... What keeps the solar system? Eh? It's a covenant. Do you know that if the sun do not shine and the moon do not appear for certain seasons and the wind do not blow and the air do not move, do you know that the earth will be empty? You know that? Or you don't know? Yes. So there is a covenant that the Bible never stated it. In fact, you will not even see it anywhere. It is called the Solanic Covenant, and that covenant it governs the sun, the moon, even the clouds. If those covenants were not in place, listen, the clouds would have fallen on us. So that covenant is governing the, 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 the skies, making sure that the sun appears in certain time and the moon appears in certain seasons. Make sure that the stars will appear on certain times and certain seasons. Covenant. The same way there are many business you see on earth that is governed by covenant. Listen, some people you cannot touch their business because their business has built churches for people. Their business 
pay some huge sum of tithe to a certain church. Some business take care of the poor and the needy. Some business take care of certain men of God. Some business make sure certain churches are doing well. If you touch it, you have touched the eye of God. Because out of this business, the man or the church is present. Listen, there was a certain woman who died in the New Testament. When this woman died, they went to call Peter. Somebody type Docas. Now, this woman, she had a covenant. And it's not like something he, she did once. Always, this woman was doing something for the widow. It was her assignment. Now, I told you that for you to identify your assignment, for you to know you, um, your assignment, you must locate your role in the kingdom. What role must you play in the kingdom? Now, when you are able to identify your role or your assignment, or many people are missing a lot. If you are unable to identify your role, listen, you are not engaging in the covenant pathway. You have not entered the covenant pathway. The moment you you identify what you are supposed to do in this kingdom, remember, the moment you are able to know what you are supposed to do in this kingdom, continually do it, do it from your heart, without bitterness, without complaint. And when you do it, you don't do it because the person is good. You, like your father. You don't do something for your father because he's good or bad, or your mother. So long as they brought you to this earth, you have a covenant with them. Whether you like it or not, you have a covenant with them. This morning, am I helping somebody with covenant? People of God, listen. Some young ministers begin to, began to do well. When they engage with higher power, the moment they engage with some man of God, some church, they were anointed, but nobody knew them. Suddenly, the anointing on their life became very loud. There were anointed men of God that could see and prophesy, accurate, precise. But nothing happened. They met a certain man of God and covenanted with them. And from that day, when they bore something happened. Small cough that will come, something happened. And sometimes this one does not come by fasting. It does not come by fasting and prayers. Listen, it is a covenant that they have engaged in. I told you that the concept of fatherhood is the word katatismenon in the Greek. Now, the word katatismenon, I explained that when God wanted me to handle certain people as my sons and daughters, that's the word God gave me. See, katatismenon. Now, katatismenon is like the umbilical cord of a woman, which is joined to um, the child in the womb. 
Muffin say, Filthy song, and I feel this. We say, Foy tooth. The umbilical cord is joined. Why? Because anything the woman take, the child take. It's a woman, we are my before, must alcohol, there is a covenant your son or your child entered whilst you were pregnant. Some of you, the things you were saying when you were pregnant, it has allowed your children to enter into covenant. Listen, that's why anytime you are pregnant, listen, everybody is pregnant in life. That's why if you are not seeing the child, that has, if you are not seeing your blessed, that doesn't mean you are not blessed. Everybody is pregnant in life. There is something in you that you are not seeing. Begin to speak positive. When the thing comes out, it comes in its full propensity. Are you following people of God? So when we are talking about covenant, please, people of God, have understanding. There is a revelation about covenant. Covenant means a lot to God. I told you yesterday in the book of Isaiah chapter 50, 45 verse 1, where there was a man called Cyrus. And the Bible says that God even told, this man didn't know God. He was not a righteous man to even serve God. But his act was righteous. The man built a house for the Jewish God. He said, the Jewish God have commanded me to build to him a house. He built a house for the Jewish God. And because of what he did in Isaiah chapter 45 verse 1, the Bible says that, That said the Lord to his anointed. This is a man that doesn't know God, but yet the Bible call him. God himself is calling the man his anointed. Hey. Whose right hand I have holding to subdue nations before him and I will lose the Lord. My God. Now, in verse 5, he says something. I said, I am the Lord. There is no other God. I have equipped you for battle, though you don't even know me. But you see, God was doing this because of a certain man called Jacob. He said in verse 4, And why have I called you for this way? Why did I call you by name when you did not know me? It is for the sake of Jacob, my servant, Israel, my chosen one. That is why when you're engaging in covenant, please be serious. Because for your sake, your children will enjoy the benefit. Are you learning, people of God? Covenant are powerful. There are three people you must not fight. Number one, never fight your father. Fighting your father is fighting higher power. 
That is where you came from. Whether spiritual or biological, never fight them. If you have issue with them, keep quiet and pray for them. If it will be better, you can leave. Because you have a covenant with higher power. If you fight them, the spirit of that higher power will fight you. You see that everything you are doing is not going on well. You don't understand. I know some of you, your parents didn't treat you well. But hey, I know what I'm telling you. I love you so much to watch you being destroyed. People of God, if you have any issue, anything, never speak against your father. You, you fight your father, you fight higher power. Fighting higher power will kill you. And fighting your head is fighting what covers you. If you are fighting what covers you, would there be any covering for you again? It is called fighting the higher powers. So three people you are not supposed to fight. Number two, never fight your son or your daughter. <laughs> I know some parents fight their own children, but it is a curse. When you fight your children, your son or your daughter, you are fighting the covenant that engulfs your future. Listen, the strength of every man in old age is their firstborn. Firstborn is the strength of your future. The same way your children are the strength of your future. Are you learning, people of God? So never fight your son or daughter. If you fight your son, you will fight your future and dignity. Anything that fight it, uh, fight, sorry, anything that fight anything less or anything that is submitted under them that thing loses its dignity and it loses its integrity it is an error and it is a curse for a father to fight his own son now understand the difference between fighting with your son and having issues with your son or rebooking your son is a different thing. Remember that in heaven, God never fought Satan. God is the father of all. And Satan was part of the sons in heaven. He was part of the sons of God. You remember in the book of Job, where the Bible said the sons of God were meeting. And Satan also. So, you see, you, see, you see the covenant that is governing him. Although he has been casted from the presence of God, but the covenant of him being a sonship, he had the pathway to still go to the presence of God. The covenant is serious. But because a covenant governs when the sons of God were meeting, he too, he went. And nobody could drive him away. Not that they, they can't, but God will not go against his covenant. What's dangerous? I'm telling you. As we end the program today, some of you you must begin to enter into some dangerous covenant that if anybody should touch anything concerning you, that person will die by fire. Most of the things you have been praying about, if you have engaged in covenant, you wouldn't worry yourself to pray about those things. You focus on new things. Yes, 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 yes. 
covenant is powerful. You can enter into covenant with your family. That in my family, from my generation, I failed my exams. From another day, they failed the exams. But now that I have known God, I am entering to covenant with you. God, I laid this one and I'm doing this one for the church. Please give us rest on our resolve. And let's see the devil that will come against your resolve. Have understanding before you engage in, in covenant. So God never fought Satan because Satan was his son. It was the angels that fought Satan. Because listen, if a father, okay, this is the wisdom of a father to fight a son. If you are a father and you want to fight a son, raise another son and let another son fight another son. Example. If you fight your own son, it is a curse. So the best way you can let you can fight your your own son in a good way, maybe he's becoming stubborn, is to raise another one and fight him. Example in ministry, there are people that by the grace of God, God used us to bring them into ministry by the special grace of God. And to equip them into maybe the healing ministry, the teaching ministry, or the prophetic ministry. And even taught them the principles of ministry. Now, when they begin to grow up, they grew homes. Some of them, in the past, they used to call you daddy, daddy, my daddy. My, they were celebrating everywhere. But when they grew up, now that they think that, oh, now they don't need anybody. They begin to call you by your name. No more daddy again. Because to them, they are greater than you. So they don't call you daddy again. Now, an, an example to learn. So as a father, you are not supposed to compete with your child. It's an error. It is even an insult. Because no matter how a son becomes proud and arrogant, or a daughter becomes proud and arrogant, he is still or she is still from you. No matter how you stretch yourself, you are not taller than your father. No matter how you, you can do everything on earth, you are, God will never deny that fact that this is your father. So the best way a good father can humble a prodigal or a rebellious or a proud son or daughter is to raise another son. Who will become more powerful? Please, this is a principle. Who will become more powerful? Now, example, the other son, the reason why he has become proud is because now maybe he is able to say, ah, there is somebody here who is having a headache. It is not wrong. It's, it's a realm in the prophetic. There's somebody here who, who, is, who is having a headache. Now you raise another son who will not say, who will not only or always say there is somebody here who has headache. But you raise a son who is able to locate the person carrying the headache. Say, Abrapi, come here. You are having headache. It started even in the last two days. But the Lord is delivering you now. And immediately that headache will leave. So that is how you humble a, a, a rebellious or a proud son or daughter. So fathers don't fight their own sons. You raise a Michael, you raise a Gabriel to fight Satan. 
If you fight your own son or daughter, you are fighting your future. Number three, people you are not supposed to fight because of covenant. Never fight a covenant person. And that is where we, 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 we are cited. Never fight a covenant person. Look at what the Bible says. Oh, say, I have blessed thee. Anybody who blesses you will be blessed. And anybody who curses you will be cursed. So if you fight a covenant person, you are fighting your destiny. A covenant person has a covenant with God. If you fight them, listen, be careful with what you are fighting. Some of you are fighting things that you don't know. Before you fight anything, understand the covenant around that person. And can't we correct if somebody's wrong? Can't we say this? Can't you say, or your papa and Hey, who's When you see somebody talking like that, you see that that person is not matured. And one now, obey to me, you're 70 years, but you're not matured. Or your software and DA, and you're being to me, Cassandra. When you see that, I'm telling you, you know that this person is not matured. If you want, if you have a skill to um, calculate the maturity level of the person, that one, that one alone tells you that the person is not mature. Hey. You are speaking against a covenant, somebody that God has covenant with. He's called, he's called a man of God. It, 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 listen, listen. It's not like sometimes people people get things wrong. Somebody asked me that, okay, Pastor George, how do you talk to your father when your father maybe is wrong? They wanted to learn. So how do you talk to your father when they when you think they are wrong? Or when there are things you think that it is not right? And I said, okay, in my life and among my children and myself, I have put on stretches that they can come to me every time if they see that something is not well. That is me. I told them that when they see anything wrong, maybe they see it around me that no, this thing does not align with the things of God. They can come closer, talk to me, or there is something I'm doing that they don't like. They can come and talk to me. But listen, you don't go to your father to say that I'm going to rebook my father. A son does not rebook a father. And a son does not correct a father. This is something people don't understand, but they will understand in the future. When their children begin to challenge them, then they will understand. Now, it is all concluded in cancel. It is called cancel. The Bible says that for by wise cancel, make war. Now, when you see your father is doing something that is not in telling with the things of God. You go to your father in humility. Number one, the one thing you must do is to pray for your father concerning God. And in prayer, seek the face of God concerning your father for that thing that he's going through. People are talkers, but few are workers. People can talk about the negative things people are doing, but few can stand and intercede for their parents before they talk. God will not have issues with people who will sacrifice their stomach, empty themselves and pray for their parents. God will never fight those people, even if they speak something. But God knows that they have been doing hard work secretly for their parents. And still their parents were, are not maybe changing. But if you talk against anybody that you, are, you have not even fasted for, you have not even prayed for, listen, you have a deal with God and it's not a good deal. 
The Bible says, who made you a master over someone's servant? You must understand this one. No matter who you are, this is the principle of the kingdom. You must understand it. So if you want to talk to your father, number one, fast and pray for your father if you see anything wrong. Number two, seek the face of God concerning your father and how you will go to maybe sit down with your father. Some of you have a good relationship with your father. So you can approach them in a nice way and communicate in wisdom and in slowness of speech and in humility. You go there not to correct him. You go there to share idea. Did you get it? You are not going to, with a mentality of going to correct. You can't correct. You are going there to share idea with your father. Now, number three. If you see that you cannot go to your father or talk to your father about this issue, seek for somebody who is the father of your father. Somebody your father submit to. And that one, seek the face of God concerning it before. Because some, some grandfathers are gossipers. I'm telling you, some grandfathers are gossipers. So you seek the face of God. You cannot trust those people too. There are some grandfathers you cannot trust them. Especially in ministry. Some people cannot handle secrets. So you pray, you seek the face of God concerning that. Then God will instruct you to a man or a person you are supposed to see. Maybe the father of your father. To talk to him. Now when you go there to be guided with what you will say. Be careful. I'm helping somebody this morning. Be careful with what you will say. Speak in wisdom. Don't expose your father completely. Don't expose his nakedness because you don't know. You may not know what that grandfather will do. Are you learning this morning? So these are some of the process you can go through to talk to your father. So never fight a covenant person. And don't speak against a covenant person. Whether they are there or not, don't speak against them. Because whatever you would do, it will become a burden to you and your family. Be careful. Covenant people are dangerous people. Many people are accursed. I know it prophetically. You meet some people, you know, all their life and their family, they have been attacking men of God. And the devil has now getting hold over that family. Like it is even affecting the, the, the children of that family. Be careful. If your parents are speaking against men of God, you, you know, don't speak against them. I know that some of the things that some men of God are doing are very bad. It is error. Listen, the best thing you can do for yourself if you find yourself in that place is to leave that place in peace. But never stop praying for those people. This one. Many people are struggling to know how to go about it, but today you have it free. If you speak against somebody's business, you are speaking against your future if that business is a covenant business. Listen, this is one of the mistakes that some people are doing. They speak against people's business. Listen, the Bible says that let every man mind their own business. 
Some of you, you don't mind your business at all. And you are bringing a lot of curses to your life. Today, any curses that is on your life, as a result of certain things you said, may the hand of God bring deliverance to your life in the name of Jesus. May God deliver you now in the name of Jesus. I am a covenant child. If you touch me, you've touched the very eye of God. We're about to fire prayer this morning. Listen, people of God, be a covenant child and let the traps of the enemy concerning your life be broken this morning. This is what the Lord is about to do for you in the name of Jesus. Now, let me share this with you fast so that maybe in the evening, our last session is going to be prayer. And prepared. now, tonight when you are coming, come with your suite, okay? That is the last we are going to do for today. Um, evening, yes. Thank you, Father. Now, covenant can be known by these names. Anytime you see some of these names, understand that it is governed or that thing is a covenant. Number one, covenant can be known as treaty. That is number one. Number two, covenant can be known as testament. Number three, covenant can be known as convention. So in the in, in, in the past, anytime the Church of Pentecost will be going for convention, it's a covenant. They have Easter convention and they have Christmas convention. Are you getting it? They have Easter convention and Christmas. Now it's a covenant, but they call it convention. Number four, if you hear making of peace or peacekeeping, it's a covenant. So treaty testament convention making of peace or peacekeeping these are other names for covenant are you ready people of god now there are seven basic covenant in the bible are you ready are you ready yes so Kwame, yes number one adamic covenant number two noahic covenant i want to give you all this one so that in the evening it will be fireworks number three abrahamic covenant number four mosaic covenant number five davidic covenant 
Number six, new covenant. And number seven, everlasting covenant. I'll spend time to teach you about the Adamic covenant and all that. Okay. Now, can I take it again? Before even the Adamic covenant, I want you to add a Edenic. That makes it eight. Edenic covenant. Eden. Eden. Edenic covenant. Before Adamic covenant. Now, in the Edenic covenant, it is a covenant of rule. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 16. And the promise is eternal rulership. Now, the type of this covenant, it is is bilateral. I explained that bilateral is two. There was no sign for this covenant. And the penalty is physical and spiritual death. Now, in the New Testament, Jesus came to restore and fulfill that covenant. We were supposed to die because it was an eternal rulership. But when we went against it, we were supposed to die. It is called Edenic Covenant. And the key word is rule. And the people that God engaged with is called Adam. The person God engaged with is called Adam. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 16. It is called eternal rulership. And it is bilateral. I hope I explained bilateral to you. That the covenant that involved two. Okay. Now, you understand certain things as you get knowledge about some of these things. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Continue for me. 17. 15, 16, 17. 16. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, it is not good. So you see that God made a promise. But he also gave warning. So it involves two. It is called bilateral because if if you eat this tree which is the, uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat so it is bilateral and your assignment based on the covenant i'm promising you is that don't eat that tree don't eat from that tree if you eat it you shall surely die so the judgment or the penalty of that covenant is what physical and spiritual death are you learning people of god so i will send the table to you on on encounter platform so that it will be easy for you i have a table here i'll send them to you are you excited okay number two adamic covenant the adamic covenant is a covenant of redemption that is the key word. The key word is what? Redemption. Now, the people involved in this covenant is Adam and mankind. Genesis chapter 3, verse 14 to 21. 
Genesis chapter 3, verse 14 to 21. The promise of this covenant is victory over Satan and death. That's the promise. And this covenant is unilateral. Unilateral. Now, do you know the meaning of that covenant? Okay, let's read it. Genesis, please, are you making note? Genesis chapter 3, verse 14 to 15. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field upon thy belly. Now, continue for me. Shall thou go and, and thus shall thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and thou shall bruise his heel. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and the conception in sorrow. Now, up to now, people are going through this pain. pam, nine months, you must carry the child and you must go through pain during conception. And delivery. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. So you see, it is rulership. But we will continue. My and unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, curse is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Adamic covenant. It's a covenant. Now, let's go to 2021. Okay, okay, you have all here. Thorns also in the tester shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy sweat of thy face thou shalt eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for that thou art, and unto that thou shalt return. Mm. Let's continue. And Adam called his wife named Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also, and to his wife, did the Lord God make coat of skins and clothe them. That is where I was looking for. So God made a cloth of what? To cover them. He made a coat to cover them. So that one is Adamic covenant, and the key word is redemption. Because they sin, God even cursed them. Nevertheless, God even covered them with the skin of an animal, which also is a sign. Of protection and preservation. Are you people learning? So the promise of this covenant is victory over Satan and death. If God didn't cover them, with the skin of the animal, Satan would have overcome even man. But God cursed Satan and he also covered man. So it is victory over Satan and death. This one, God pronounced it. Man must not do anything to change it. It is done. So it is unilateral. God covered them in skins. And this one, there is no penalty again. Now, in the New Testament, Jesus fulfilled on the cross. 
So those are the Jesus as fulfillment in terms of the covenant in the Old Testament. Now let's go to the Noahic covenant. In Noahic covenant, which is the covenant of Noah, it is a covenant known as restraint. Somebody say restraint. 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 I hope you understand restraint. Now the people involved in this covenant. The people involved in this covenant is restriction. God bless you. The people involved in this covenant is Noah and mankind. Genesis chapter 6 verse 7 and Genesis chapter 8 verse 21. Please write it down. It will help you. God restrained them not to destroy with flood. He said he will not destroy with flood. So it's a covenant of restraint. And this one is unilateral. Sometimes I wish that when I'm saying it, you people will type it unilateral, bilateral. You people will know it. Because God promised them that never again, after Noah got from the got down from the ark he made a sacrifice unto the lord and the bible said god smelled a sweet savour from heaven and god repented god said never again will i destroy man with flood so god restrained himself not to destroy human race with flood again it is God's own covenant with man. So it is unilateral. And the sign for that covenant is rainbow. There is no penalty for it. Jesus as fulfillment. Jesus as a fulfillment. Eternity with no sin. So it means that we are going to leave nothing cause flood will flood us. If flood is coming to your room, it's not God. It's your location. <laughs> The next one is Abrahamic Covenant. Abrahamic Covenant. Is the covenant, the key word for the covenant of Abrahamic is restore. So all of this one, listen. The key word is RRR throughout. Edenic is rule. Adamic is redemption. Noahic is restraint. Abrahamic is restored. Yes. Are you following? Thank you, Father. Mm. Now, God entered into covenant with Abraham and the people. So it was Abraham God entered that covenant with. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Genesis chapter 15, verse 9. Genesis chapter 10, uh, verse 9 to 10 and to 17, yes. Chapter 15, verse 9 to 10, 15. You can read it. That is where the covenant is. Where God appeared to Noah in Genesis chapter 15. Where they cut um, the animals into two. You know, three, three, three. The animals, they were three, 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 three. They are years. Yes. They cut it into two, divided on either side. Then a torch passed through that animal. And God 
establish a covenant with Abraham to restore. Now, the promise of this covenant is land, lineage. Oh, where are my lineage people? Lineage and blessings. Land, lineage and blessings. He said that I will give the land that you are you are a stranger on, it shall be given to you and your descendants. And I will bless you. So that, that is a promise. You and your lineage, you are blessed. It is unilateral. That one, God himself did it. And the sign for this covenant is circumcision. Some covenant have signs. Others don't. Circumcision. Circumcision. Are you people learning? We are left with, I think, three. Mosaic covenant. And that covenant is revealed. The key word is to reveal. The people God engaged with is the people of Israel. Exodus chapter 19, verse 5 and verse 8. This one is the type of this covenant is bilateral. And the promise was to become God's people. Now, therefore, if you obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people. For all the earth is mine. And all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do. And Moses returned the words to the Lord. So, have you seen it? So, God said that if you keep my um, um, covenant, so there is a way to keep covenant. My God, if you don't keep covenant, God, if it is a bilateral covenant, God will not fulfill anything in your life. Because it is a conditional. We saw that the promissory and the obligatory. The obligatory is like um, the bilateral, right? Where it involves the two partners. If you do not do this, I will not do this for you. That is a, a, a bilateral covenant type of covenant or obligatory type of covenant you are obliged to do something so this one in Exodus chapter 19 verse 5 and 8 now the bible says that now therefore if you obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant so there is a way to keep covenant that also provoke god to fulfill his word in your life people of god some of you are about to enter into deeper covenant after this session but remember understand the type of covenant you want to enter with god understand some of the covenant you are going to enter will be unilateral to somebody because you promise yourself i'm going to do this for this person every year every month every three months you don't expect anything from that person but it's your covenant that god will bless you on that promissory so to reveal that these people become god's people that's why god doesn't joke with the people of israel now the sign for this one is to keep the sabbath <laughs> and the penalty is removal of god's blessing if you go against that covenant the penalty that is that god will take away his blessing now jesus as fulfillment in the new testament is that jesus can sympathize with us Remember, all the Old Testament covenant, Jesus has fulfilled it in our life. Nevertheless, this is to let you know and understand covenant. 
and how God sees covenant. When you want to enter into covenant with anyone or anything at all, you have that understanding. All this covenant, Jesus has fulfilled it. Have that understanding. Now, there is a covenant called the Palestinian Covenant. And that covenant is the covenant of return. And that is the people of Israel. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 1 to 10. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 1 to 10. Return and dwell in land. It was a covenant. And that one, it was a unilateral. Okay, so... The Mosaic Covenant was bilateral, and the Palestinian Covenant is unilateral. It means that this one, God Himself will do it. Early and latter rains, that is the sign. Early and latter rains. There is no penalty for this. Most of the covenant that is unilateral, there is no punishment. But those with bilateral, put it in mind, there are punishment. If you don't fulfill your part, you will be punished. But the unilateral, where the higher power must fulfill something in your life. There is no penalty for that. I hope it is clear. Okay. The Davidic covenant. It is the covenant of rain. Not rain as in water. Rain as in kingdom. Like rulership. Rain. And the people God entered with is David. Second Samuel chapter 7 verse 16. 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 16. Now, the promise is that descendant of David on the throne. So, those people coming from David, the same way you can enter into covenant with God. And you and your descendant, the promise will be that eh, all your children will be rulers. All your children will be great people. All your children will be men of God. You can enter into covenant with God. But that one will be a bilateral. But this one was unilateral god promised them it is a promissory not obligatory and the sign was descendant of david on the throne there is no penalty jesus is davidic king jesus fulfilled that one too now the new covenant the rule uh, sorry the key word for the new covenant is relationship or regeneration and the people are Israel and grafted church. We are all part of this covenant, the new covenant. And the scripture is Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31, and Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33, Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26 to 27. Read it Jeremiah 31, 31 to 33, and Ezekiel 36, verse 26 to 27. The promise is the indwelling of the spirit. You remember? Behold, the days come, say the Lord, that I will make a new covenant. Listen, a new covenant with the house of Israel. So it is called a new covenant. And with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break. So are you getting it? People break covenant. They break that covenant. They broke it. Although I was an husband unto them, saith the Lord, but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their heart. Mm. So have you seen? This is clear. 
God said, I'm going to make a new covenant, not the one in the old, when I took them from Egypt. Not that one. God, that one, they broke it. They did not fulfill their part. So it is called the new covenant. And the key word is relationship and regeneration. And the sign for this new covenant is the infilling of the Holy Spirit. The infilling of the Holy Spirit. That is a sign of that covenant. There is no penalty for this one. And Jesus fulfilled that by giving us the Holy Spirit. So those are the covenant in the Bible that I want to talk about. Wow. I hope you got it all. Oh, bonsem, 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 bonsem. Thank you, Father. Mm. Joshua chapter 10, verse 1 to 10. Apostle, the last sentence. Okay, I said the new covenant. And I said the new covenant. It is for relationship or regeneration. That is a key word. And the scripture is Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31 to 33. Ezekiel 36, verse 26 to 27. And I said the promise was the indwelling of the spirit. And the type of the covenant was unilateral. And the sign of that covenant is the infilling of the Holy Spirit. There is no penalty for that. Then I said that Jesus fulfilled this covenant by giving us the Holy Spirit. That is all. Granny, I hope it is clear now. Okay. Malachi chapter 3. We're about to fire prayer now. We're about to fire prayer now. I want to finish these teachings so that tonight you focus on prayer and other things. So write it down. Malachi chapter 3 verse, verse 10. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. Now, let's first go to Malachi chapter 2. Listen, you priest. Malachi chapter 2 verse 1. This command is for you. Listen to me and make up your minds to honor my name. Hey, God is telling them that make up your mind to honor me. Says the Lord of heaven's armies. Or I will bring a terrible curse against you. I will curse even the blessings you receive. So God can curse the blessings. Don't be, don't be idle. God can curse the blessings if you do not honor him. Indeed, I have already cursed them because you have not taken my warning to heart. I will punish your descendants and splatter your faces with the manure from your festival sacrifices. Hey, manure, and I will throw you on the manure power, Jesus Christ. Then at last you will know it was I who sent you this warning so that my covenant, please remember, I want you to Give me all your attention here. 
then at last you will know that it was I who sent you this warning so that my covenant with the Levite can continue. So if you fail from fulfilling your part, if the covenant is bilateral and you fail to fulfill your part, there are curses behind it. See, God is punishing certain people so that they will now know that it is him who sent this warning so that his covenant with the Levite can continue. God expects that his covenant continue by living right and doing what is needful, says the Lord of heaven's armies. The purpose, now listen, verse 5, Malachi 2, 5. The purpose of my covenant with the Levite was to bring life and peace. Listen, if you're a man of God, this is a covenant for you. Levite were the priests, priest, were, were the people that were priests, the priesthood people. So the purpose of my covenant with the Levite was to bring life and peace. And that is what I give them. He gave them that. This required reverence from them. And they greatly revered me and stood in awe of my name. They passed on to the people the truth. They passed on to the people the truth of the instructions they received from me. They did not lie or cheat. They walked with me, living good and righteous lives. And they turned many from, from lives of sin. The words of a priest's lips should preserve knowledge of God and people should go to him for instruction. Hey, people of God, now, now you have to know the purpose of your priest. The words of a priest's lips should preserve knowledge of God and people should go to him for instruction. For the priest is the messenger of the Lord of heaven's army. Hey. So the priest is like an angel because he's also a messenger. He carries a message. But you priest have left God's path. My God. Your instructions have caused many to stumble into sin. You have corrupted the covenant I made. Listen, your covenant can be corrupted. You can corrupt certain covenant if you do not do what is needful and what is right. People of God, we must rise up. You have corrupted the covenant. You have corrupted the covenant. But you priests have left God's path. Your instructions have caused many to stumble into sin. You have corrupted the covenant I made with the Levite, says the Lord of heaven's army. So I have made you despised and humiliated in the eyes of all the people. For you have not obeyed me, but have shown favoritism in the way you carry out my instruction. This is serious. If you obey the covenant of God, you will be blessed. But if you corrupt it, you'll be cursed. Are we not all the children of the same father? Please, be attentive here. Are we not all the children of the same father? Are we not all created by the same God? Then why do we betray each other, violating the covenant of our ancestors? And then uncle and uncle, my ancestors. Bible was even saying it. Judah has been unfaithful. What God doesn't like when it comes to covenant is unfaithfulness. God is faithful in fulfilling his covenant. Please, if you cannot enter into covenant with anything, if you know you cannot fulfill your covenant responsibility, don't. Because if you do that, it is not good for your life. Judah has been unfaithful and detestable has been done in Israel and in Jerusalem. The men of Judah have defiled the Lord's beloved sanctuary by marrying women who worship idols. 
Some of you will enter into covenant. Your parents entered into covenant. They were all um, 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 Christians. But suddenly you came to the house and said, No. What the Abako was is Buddha. What the Rastafarianism. What the Adendanism. Jimmy say, Wait. Huh? So you, you, you have corrupted the sanctuary of God. You have defiled the Lord's beloved sanctuary by doing other things by worshiping other gods may the lord cut off the nation of israel every last man who has done this and yet brings an offering to the lord of heaven army so listen you can be doing all of these things listen one thing you must know about covenant is that you don't have to live wrong and think your sacrifice will be accepted by god that is the new testament Every last man who has done this and yet brings an offering to the Lord of heaven. I mean, here is another thing you do. You cover the Lord's altar with tears, weeping and groaning because he pays no attention to your offering and doesn't accept them with pleasure. People of God, I'm telling you because sorry for Am I talking to somebody? Yes. You cry out, why doesn't the Lord accept my worship? Because who break your mind? I will tell you why. Because the Lord witnessed the vows you and your wife made when you were young. People of God, this is a call to repentance. He said, I remember the vows you and your wife made when you were young. But you have been unfaithful to her. Though she remained your faithful partner, the wife of your marriage vows. Do you know the wife he's talking about? He's talking about God. You entered into covenant with God. You entered into covenant with Jesus. He has remained faithful and he's a faithful God. But look at, you are now prostituting. You are now into prostitution. And look at what you are doing. You have left God and you have left that covenant. Don't leave God and thank God. Is faithful so he will always show you mercy people of god there are things that god requires from us it is bilateral the unilateral covenant of god has been fulfilled by jesus christ he has done it you need not to do anything for it again you cannot kill yourself of salvation you must receive it that is unilateral but the covenant of abundance the covenant of, of being God's own people, please, it will take discipline. It is bilateral. God requires that you live right so he can call you his own. Am I talking to somebody today? But you have been unfaithful to her, though she remained your faithful partner, the wife of your marriage vow. Didn't the Lord make you one with your wife? In body and in spirit, you are his. And what does he want? Godly children from your union. So guard your heart. Remain loyal to the wife of your youth. For I have, I hate divorce. Says the Lord, the God of Israel. To divorce your wife is to overwhelm her with cruelty. Says the Lord of heaven's armies. So guard your heart. Do not be unfaithful to your wife. Now this one also goes to people who are married. Though symbolically it talks about us and Jesus, but in deeper sense, in another sense too, it talks about you and your wife, you and your husband. 
You have worried the Lord with your words. How have we worried him? You ask. You have worried him by saying that all who do evil are good in the Lord's sight. And he is pleased with them. You have worried him by asking, where is the God of justice? Chapter 3. Look, I am sending my messenger and he will prepare the way before me. Then the Lord you are seeking will suddenly come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant, listen, the messenger of what? The covenant whom you look for eagerly is surely coming, says the Lord of heaven's army. But who will be able to endure it when he comes? Who will be able to stand and face him when he appears? For he will be like a blazing fire that refines metal or like a strong soap that bleaches clothes. Today we are studying scriptures. My God. Now let me jump to verse 10. Or verse 8. Should people cheat God, yet you have cheated me. But you ask, what do you mean? When did we ever cheat you? You have cheated me of the tithe and offering due to, due to me. So please forget about tight offering it also part. You have been cheating God. God has been making provision for you and your family. But to give to God, you have been cheating him. And that's why his covenant cannot be fulfilled in your life. But today having this understanding, you will fulfill your part and God will fulfill his part. Bilateral covenant. Are you following? Bring or say you are under a curse. For your whole nation has been cheating. Oh, Jesus. Any curse against our life as a result of our disobedience. Today, by the message of God, that curse is lifted in the name of Jesus. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse so that there will be no food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's army, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it. Try it. Put me to the test. Your cross will be abandoned, for I will guard them from insect and disease. When you see insect chewing your crops, you are cursed. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven. Beings, I will do anything you have to tell before me, you are cursed. Then all the nations will call you blessed, for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord of heaven's armies. You have said terrible things about me, says the Lord. But you say, what do you mean? What have we said against you? You have said, what is the use of serving God? What have we gained by obeying his command or trying to show the Lord of heaven's army that we are sorry for our sins? From now on, we will call the arrogant blessed for those who do evil get rich and those who dare God to punish them suffer no harm. So this is a question that many of you have been asking. Why is it that those people doing evil are blessed? It is in the Bible. Or say because of that, the people say that they we too, we are going to also do evil. We are also going to join them. We are also going to call evil because these people, they are doing evil. Yet they are blessed. They don't know that they are cursed. You are eternally blessed. You are not just earthly blessed though. You are eternally blessed in the Lord. So don't look at what you see in people's lives. That they are in the world and they are doing well. Don't even look at that. Look eternally. Look to eternity. I, I talk, am I talking to somebody? Yes. God have understanding about all of the things you have been saying, you know, when you but few don't feel. 
Then those who fear the Lord spoke with each other and the Lord listened to what they said. In his presence, a scroll of remembrance was written to record the names of those who feared him and always thought about the honor of his name. They will be my people, says the Lord of heaven's army. On the day when I act in judgment, they will be my own special treasure. I will spare them as a father spares an obedient child. Then you will again see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. Now, I want to open your eyes. Where the Bible said, I will spare them. It means that they may be wrong with the covenant people. They, they may be certain things they have done wrong. <clears throat> Never did the Lord say he will spare them. That doesn't mean go and live in sin. Because you are a good child. Because of that, he will spare you. So the things that kill people, you, you don't die about those things. Are you getting it? You are not affected with those things because God continued to let his covenant of mercy to speak for you. Today, this morning, may the Lord remember you. May the Lord remember you. May my God remember you. May my God remember you. Joshua chapter 10 verse 1 to 10. I won't read it. Write it down. Joshua chapter 10 verse 24 to 25. Now you could see that Joshua, yesterday I said it, was compelled to fight. There is something called covenant partnership and covenant relationship. What is covenant partnership? When you agree to partner with higher power. Somebody say higher power. Somebody say HP, HP. Higher power. When you agree to partner with higher power, it means that you don't have strength enough. Okay, let me tell you a story about covenant. There were two people. Eh? These are two villages. The other village, it was called Granny Annie's village. The Annie's village. And the other one was also called Edu village. Now, Edu village was filled with many men and they were trained to fight please listen to this story very very well i'm opening your eyes to covenant they were filled with men Eldus village and they were trained to fight from their childhood to their youthful stage all that they know is war all that they know is the skill to fight so they had the ability to fight now the anis village we have only females and few males and they too they were trained to farm from their childhood even till their adulthood they were trained to be what farmers so now we have two village annie's village and Edu's village Edu's village they are warriors annie's village are farmers so we have farmers and warriors now Annie's village was there one day, and suddenly, Ophelia's village, who also were powerful, they were strong in battle. Ophelia's village came to attack Annie's village and took their crops, took everything. Because they were not strong, they couldn't defend themselves. I am ending my message. Learn this story very well. So you know how covenant work. Covenant partnership. Now, a fair village took those things and they went. Hey, 
every year when it is time for harvest, they will come over Annie's village and destroy them. They will beat them up and they will take their crops. A fabulous village, they were not hardworking people, but they were strong in battle. They were not farmers. They don't have the skill to sow seeds and all that. But they had the skill to fight. So they used their strength to occupy lands and to take what does not belong to them. Ophelia's village is wicked. They are wicked village. Now, when Annie's village realized that for so many days or for so many years, they have been struggling in the hands of Ophelia's village, they now said, we have to find somebody who also is skillful in battle. I am a man of God. You are not getting where we are going. My God. We are not strong enough to fight our battles. We are skillful in planting. We are skillful in raising crops. But these people call Ophelia, they are strong to beat us up every year during harvest. They will take all our crops and we are dying with hunger. Now, they now say, okay, we know another village. They too, they are skillful in battle. Somebody say higher power. We are not strong in battle. We are good in farming. Now, the farmers, the, the farmers said, because we cannot fight, then we want to enter into covenant with a douze village. Because a douze village, to they are powerful in battle. They are skillful in battle. So we want to also enter into covenant with a douze village. Please, are you learning? I am teaching it in a simple way that will help you understand. Covenant partnership. Now, Granny Annie's village they are farmers they now will go and see and look for the leader they will look for the leader in the house of edu's village now when they went the, 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 their leader was called mr edu now these people will now talk to edu because he is the giant in the house now, for them to go into terms, Edu to their village, they don't know how to also farm. So they too will say that, okay, you need our protection. We too, we need your food. So that is covenant partnership. Then, Edu people will now say, because we want to enter into covenant, there must be a seal. I told you, okay, let me give you this. Every covenant has four elements. Number one, promise. That's the provision of package. Number two, terms and conditions. That is laws and legality. Number three, blood. That is the sacrifice. And number four, seal. That is oath or sign. Can I take it again? Every covenant has four elements. Number one, promise. Which is the provision or the package for the covenant. Number two, terms and conditions. Which... It's also um, bonded with laws and legality. Number three, blood, which is the sacrifice. Please, the things you are learning, eh? If you are, if you are not writing things down, you are missing a lot. Of. And number four is the seal. The seal is the oath. 
or the signs. God used the rainbow to seal the covenant that he will not destroy the world with what? Flat again. So that was the seal. It was a sign. And it, it, it is his oath. Some people to their seal will be an oath. They will speak it. That if I do not perform this, this is supposed to happen to me. It is also a seal. Please, are you following? So now we have three villages. Village one, at this village, they are warriors. Village two, Granny and his village, they are farmers. Village three, a fair BS village, they are also warriors, but they are wicked. They take what does not belong to them. So this is what will happen now. The farmers have entered into covenant with the good people, the good warriors. They are strong, but they will not use their strength to cheat on anyone. But a fair beard there, but a do will not use his strength to cheat anybody. Please follow and follow well. Now, Granny Annie has entered into covenant with a do. And the covenant, there is going to be what we call what? The promise or the package, the terms and conditions the sacrifice and the seal oath or sign so this is what will happen now for them to be sure that no, none of them is going to fail his brother or sister they must bring they must let each one of them know the package now so what is the package let me see the farmers and the warriors what is the package the package from the farmers is that every year we will divide our cross into two we will take half we will take half the package from a duben is that every year or the whole of the year or okay let me say Gandhi, the whole of the year we will feed you and your people and a duben will also bring his package every year we will protect your people from affair bs people please are you understanding how partnership works so why is it that Granny Annie is going to partner with Edu? I want to see if you people are learning. Why is that Granny Annie want to partner with Edu? The farmers want to partner with the warriors. Explain to me. In simple terms, explain. you are all right security or protection god bless you so now we don't have strength we are not warriors so now we need security because we need security we need higher power that can fight our enemies please let this thing be in your mind we need what higher power that can fight our enemies you don't just partner with anybody you be careful who you partner with you need something that is greater than yourself so that they can fight your enemies so what do you do you partner with those people so now the package 
of that covenant or the promise of that covenant is that we will feed you you will protect us so now you get the you get the understanding about the promise or the provision of the package number two the terms and conditions these are governed by legalities or laws now the laws of this covenant is that if you don't protect me i won't give you food and if by so so they will sign a treaty they will sign something because if they don't sign something so a man sign it bbr so man sign no man agree these people because they are strong they are do people because they are strong they will cheat granny annie's village so they will have to sign a treaty which is governed by a case in the olden days so they will sign a treaty which is governed by a curse if you break this curse forever you and your descendants you remain poor or you will die before your time this is how they sign it all so that uh, do people maybe sometimes to come they will be they will be like we won't protect you again but we will take your phone if they break it the curse will come upon them are you following are you learning so there are terms and conditions this is the term and this is the condition you cannot just do anything you are now obliged it is obligatory you are now obliged it is bilateral now bilateral type of covenant you are now obliged to protect us with the farmers if you refuse to protect us as farmers we too we will refuse to feed you and if you break the covenant this case and that case will come on you that is that is where the terms and conditions for it is it it comes with laws and legality number three the blood now listen every covenant what makes it a covenant is the sacrifice so this is very very important the same way what makes the altar activated is the sacrifice when we build an altar if you want to activate the altar is a sacrifice that is why for a new testament to come jesus must sacrifice his blood on the cross the altar so that a new covenant will be established are you following so the new testament was established because jesus sacrificed his blood on the cross am i teaching because this is proper teaching we are dealing this morning i hope you are not confused <laughs> Somebody say, Pastor Joe, it's too much. Oh. It's too much for us. <laughs> Don't worry, you you are advanced class. Encounter people, you are advanced class. So you have to learn. So what is going to make sure that the covenant is working or activated is the sacrifice. And the sacrifice, usually it was blood. It was what? Blood, blood, blood. So now, if you want to establish a covenant, you must not use blood because the blood of Jesus has already done that for us. I told you the other day how to do it. I said that you gather money together, something that is, is coming from your hard labor. 
then you pray on it and you use it to do something special for God or for people and you enter into covenant with them. And you promise yourself every month, I'm going to do this with this church, I'm going to do this for this man, I'm going to do this for this. It's your covenant. So in the olden days, now Granny Annie will bring a goat and they will divide the goat into two parts. Then they will put one side of the goat on the left and the other side of the goat on the right. Then they will do something. I have taught you this thing before, many, many years ago. I think three years ago, I taught it. The blood covenant, how people enter into covenant. I, I talk about it. There is something called the walk of blood. Now, this is what will happen. The leader of a douche village and the leader of Granny Annie's village, they will do what we call the walk of blood. Do you remember what happened with God and Abraham in Genesis chapter 15? Where Abraham divided the animals into two sides and a torch from heaven passed through that animal as a sign. Yes. So this is what is going to happen. Now, Granny Annie and Edu Ben will walk. Each one of them as they are walking, they will meet at the center of where the blood of the animal is. Then they will cut their skins. Please, they will cut their skin. A do Ben will cut his skin. Then, Granny Annie will also cut his skin. This is what demons do. This is what the witches they do. They pay high price. You are sitting there. You don't pray. You don't sow seed. You are just sitting there. They can destroy you. They are doing some serious things. Now, when they do that, the work of blood. They will cut themselves. Then each one of them will put the blood. They do, they do not. Yes, I'm talking about <laughs> a covenant that they are engaging altars. This is how they do it. So they put blood. And as they put their blood, they put their blood in between the animals. Omudum finfian. Granny Annie didn't need a good medal. Now a duben, so they need a good medal. So the blood will mix with the animal blood. Then, when each one of them put their blood inside the animal, they will begin to make an oath. So that's the last part. And that is what we call the seal, or oath, or the sign. That this shall be to us a sign that if I refuse to protect Granny Annie and his village and her village, I should die, or this and that should happen to me. Then Eduben also do this is my seal, or this is my oath that if I do not protect Granny Annie, 
this and that should happen to me. Granny Annie will say, if I do not feed Edubent people, this and that should happen to me. Then it will be sealed. And when they have established a covenant. So Jesus dying on the cross and saying it is finished. You didn't understand. In the book of Genesis chapter 15, when God began to enter into covenant with Abraham, the Bible says Abraham fell asleep. He could not stand God entering into covenant with man. So God did his part. It was left with Abraham to do his part. But Abraham fell asleep. And a torch from heaven passed through that covenant. It passed through that sacrifices. Now, in the New Testament, Jesus now declared, it is finished. What is finished? The part of a man. You see, nobody, no man can enter into covenant like physically with God. So Abraham couldn't. So God himself has to make himself his son, Jesus, to come in the New Testament. I know many people explain that it is finished means that all this and that and that. And no, he was trying to, it, it is another form of revelation. Yes, you are not wrong. But the it is finished there symbolizes that the covenant that Abraham entered with God, that he could not fulfill his part because the work of blood, it was only God who walked through the sacrifice. Abraham couldn't, he slept. Jesus has to come and fulfill that part. So from the days of Abraham, they were sacrificing animals upon animals until Jesus came and he sacrificed his own body on the cross. Now, when he sacrificed, the cross was an altar. When he did that, he said, it is finished. What is finished? The part that was to be played by man, but man couldn't stand God. He has fulfilled that part. So it was our part to pay, but we couldn't. So he was the one that made himself a sacrificial lamb for all humans. And he was able to buy our salvation again. People of God, this is, a, this is all about covenant. I hope you are blessed. We're about to fire prayer. I hope you have learned. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. My name Malodi Mopa. Monkafra Wate. Monkafra. Because he has that in So that is what we call covenant partnership. From today, if there is something going on in your family, begin to enter into covenant. Amen, Irene. Begin to enter into covenant. Begin to pray to God to direct you to a certain shed, a certain man. You see, a place that you know that this one, in their family, they are doing well. Enter into covenant with those people. It is called higher power. They will protect and preserve you. The covenant that is in their family will also speak for you. There is a covenant that is governing every man of God. It is the covenant called the prophet's reward. The moment you honor a prophet in the name of a prophet, that reward is automatically released to you. If you honor 
your pastor suddenly that covenant begin to speak for you having this deep understanding about covenant let's fire prayer before we wait for evening if the evening says the last session Thank you, Father. Thank you, Stephen Appiah, God bless you for your seat. May your seat speak for you. I told you something yesterday that the unbeliever relates to God by grace and mercy. The, um, the young in the Lord or the immature in the Lord relate with God only by grace and mercy. Grace and mercy is for the mature and the immature. Don't get me wrong. But they relate with God always by grace and mercy. But the matured man relate with God by covenant. God that my say for me, the people that have entered into covenant with me through sacrifice. In the name of Jesus. We have dealt with covenant the whole of this week. Remember that any covenant that was against you has already been declared demolished. So we need not to even struggle to even pray against covenant again. But now what matters to me is your understanding about covenant. Somebody should open the book of Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 20 for me. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 20. You're about to fire prayer.
Okay, now here, please, oh my Lord, I can. Let my humble plea come before you and do not send me back to the house of Jonathan, the secretary, lest I die there. Considerest thou not what these people have spoken, saying, The two families which the Lord had chosen, and he had even cast them off. Thus they have despised my people, and they should be no more a nation before them. Continue for me. Okay, now I've gotten it. So 25, let's go. Yes. Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 25. Let's go. But this is what the law says. I would no more reject my people than I would change my laws. That govern night and day, earth and sky. I will never abandon the descent. Did you hear that? I will not change that than I would change my law that govern night. There is a law that govern night and day earth and sky so that is the solemnic covenant a law that governs night and day and because of that god cannot go against his word so when you see a star shining there is something making that star to shine when you see any man of god doing well there is something there is a covenant the man has Imitation alone won't surface. To truly master a scale, you must understand and follow the foundations laid by those who came before you. There are things that is holding some people up. You imitating them is not enough. You must understand what at all is making them stand tall. Listen, when you see any man doing well, don't just imitate just like that, but find out his foundation. Many people are standing because of the strong foundation they found themselves. Open Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 6 for me. If I'm right, 16, I think Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 6. Or 616. 
Let me check well. Yes, 616. This is what the law says. Stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel a path and you will find rest for your soul. Travel a path and you'll find rest for your soul. But you reply no. I don't want to copy anybody. I don't want to learn anybody. I don't want to. I, I want to be myself. I want to be me. I want to be me. I want to be you. Be, be me. Be me. I want to be me. Uh, be me now. Nah, be me or down. Listen, God is giving instruction. This is what the Lord says Stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel a path and you will find rest for your soul. But you reply, no, that is not the road we want. This is why many people are struggling. You reply, no, we don't want that way. I posted watchmen over you who said, listen, for the sound of the alarm. Listen, for the sound of the alarm. But you reply, no, we won't pay attention. Therefore, listen to this, all you nations. Take note of my people's situation. Listen, all the earth. I will bring disaster on my people. It is the fruit of their own schemes because they refuse to listen to me. They have rejected my word. There is no use offering me sweet frankincense from Sheba. Keep your fragrant calamus imported from distant land. I will not accept your burnt offering. Your sacrifice has no pleasing aroma for me. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will put obstacles in my people's path. Fathers and sons will both fall over them. Neighbors and friends will die together. Look at how covenant works. If you refuse to obey and to walk in the pathway, a godly pathway of fathers, this is what happens to you. So if you are going through challenges and challenges and challenges and challenges, understand there is something going on wrong with your roots. You are going to pray. Some of you have missed the road. But as we fire prayer, may we find that road. May we find that path. Say, my Father, my Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, my Father, as I clap and pray, any power of your glory, any power of your covenant that I have missed, oh God, my Father, open my eye. Let me see and let me walk therein in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and fire prayer aggressively, somebody. Come on. Shaba 
Thank you, Father. And I make this declaration over your destiny. Today, by proper understanding about covenant, may you stand up as you walk through the path of glory in the covenant of your fathers. 
the godly covenant of your mothers. May covenant keep you up. May covenant sustain you to higher levels. May covenant preserve your destiny. Listen. May covenant preserve your generation. The good covenant of our Lord Jesus. Bible says that and they counted themselves and none was missing among them. Let the covenant of preservation be upon you. Listen, the Bible says, and on that night, the Lord instructed, the Lord instructed Moses to tell the people that they should kill an animal and use the blood. Someone say the blood. It is called the blood covenant. And all was tracing to Jesus Christ, who is our Passover lamb. He said they should use it at the doorpost of their doors, marking themselves out of the attack of death, marking themselves out from the attack of evil. People of God, my God. Marking themselves out from the attack of evil, attacks of negativities. Marking themselves out from the attack of destruction. Somebody see the blood. Say in the name of Jesus. The blood that delivered the people of Israel in the land of Egypt by the blood that secured their power. Oh God, my father, let this blood of Jesus deliver me and my family from the platform of death, sickness, affliction, failure, pain in the name of Jesus. Pray this prayer aggressively. Say in the name of Jesus, my Father, my Lord, as you delivered your people because of the blood, as you delivered them from death, oh God, my Father, the blood of Jesus, the covenant of the blood, the everlasting covenant, let it speak for me and my house in the days ahead, 2024, even to many years ahead of us, we are preserved from death, from sickness, in the name of Jesus, our loved ones are preserved today, let the covenant of the blood of Jesus prevail over our lives in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray a prayer for three minutes. Come. <laughs> Shabba <laughs> 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 
God, by the special grace of God, I can assure you that a new covenant has now been established in your life. This covenant is an everlasting covenant. And what you must always do is to live right so the covenant will work perfectly in your life. If there was an old covenant that was taking lives in your family, I can assure you, it is gone and gone forever. If there was any forces of negativities provoked by covenant in the house, all of these things have ceased today and you are all free in Jesus' mighty name. Covenant are powerful when we live our lives well. Covenant are powerful when we know what we are supposed to do. When we understand the terms and conditions and the requirement of the covenant. Covenant are powerful. Now, some of you go into prayers. The Lord will begin to direct you to engage with certain church, certain people, certain men of God to enter into covenant with them. Stop walking around them and missing a lot of things. The things you have been going on in your family, sometimes you cannot deal with it through prayer. One of the greatest source of dealing with things higher than you is engaging in higher power through covenant. I thank God that I've been able to teach you everything that I was supposed to. And I know that you are blessed through this week. Tonight, 5 p.m. is our last service. And I can tell you it's going to be prophetic, going to be apostolic. Yes, I will publish it. I will publish it, Benis. I will do that. The Lord bless you all. I know that this one was very broad. It was a teaching service. It was very broad. I know I have loaded you a lot, but you are blessed on every side. On every side. I'll post the, um, how do we call it? 
the types of covenants in the Bible on the platform so that you people will not struggle, okay? Save it on your notes. The chat here has a right word. I'll post the chat on the platform so that you people yeah, you'll be able to go through them. Okay, so I've posted them, covenant chats. I've posted them on the platform. Yes. Everything has been summarized. Learn. See, if you get understanding, you overcome certain battles. Okay, why do we promote somebody in class? When the person is able to write an exams and pass, you promote the person. Are you getting it? The same way spiritually, you are promoted above certain powers when you have certain form of wisdom, knowledge, or understanding. It is the knowledge you have received that qualifies you to the next level. So anytime you are learning, you come for teaching service. Amen. Family Lasso. Yes, I am blessed to have you. Amen. 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 Oh, we give glory to God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Okay, so 5 p.m. Come with your suite. Come early. At 5 p.m. Come early. The Lord bless you all. In Jesus' name. Okay, if you are here, you are not born again. Say this words after me. Say, Father Lord, I'm a sinner. Cleanse me from every form of unrighteousness and make me a new. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Take me as your child and teach me the ways of the way. I believe you died. I believe you resurrected. I believe you have ascended to the Father, and I believe you will come back again. I also believe that you are the Son of the living God. So help me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Congrats. Congratulations. You are now born again. You have eternal life. You will not die now, but if you are supposed to die now, you are going straight to a better place. You are blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. So, the Lord be with you. I love you. Happy, happy, merry Christmas to you. I'm waiting for my Christmas gift. Maybe somebody's going to buy me a mansion. <laughs> or a Range Rover. <laughs> Okay. Amen. Hey, my mother, how are you? I love you to the prolific. Amen. Oh, amen. Yvette, how are you? Yvette Mensa. How are you? Okay. But Yvette, where are you now?
Tena Ejapon, how are you? Michelle, Steven, Rita, Olua, Funke. I'm in Saudi now. Oh, okay. Greetings to the South, South Saudis. Roda Akonja. Bless you for joining. Tapila, God bless you. God bless you. Ghaniani, I saw man of God, Papa Danfupa. That did a lot bless you. As a teacher, my brother, if you could ask Papa Danfupa, Lady Reverend Kansa, the Lord bless you. Fellas Buzia, Michael Wusu, Susan Wusu, Possible, Collins, Mr. J. Gosh, Ray Ike, Nana Serial, Akia Sika, Iman of Favor, Bernice, Complete Love, Tina Japan, Rosie, Esther Techi, Mamen and Araba, Mains, Majwa, Nancy Hansen, Mr. Koyaku, Mrs. Asamoa, Paula, Sholi, Baromai, Sama Juliet, Man of God, Baromai, God bless you. Granny, Annie. Osa, Juliet, Becky, Irene, Mifas, Sam, Sophia, Patamia, Happy, a very blessed girl just finished up prepare. Oh, Auntie just finished beautiful prayer queen, Michelle, secretary, Ishwaba and Chio, daughter, Francisca, London, with my South Africans, Jask, Tapila, Esther, prolific, joyous, Abena de Pafeva, Richie Manuel, Rita, daughter, Nino Dios, Jenny B, Vinette, Vera Lane, Harriet, Mommy Harriet, God bless you, daughter of the prolific i think that is kemi mommy if that's the upper room oh, upper room i hope you are doing well upper room prayer god bless you stuffy stuffy nana joa the acres i man of god papa adam Fupa. the lord bless you better halsey yvette mensa Oh, Namisha Mubeta, Yvette, Stephen, Benny, Thomas, Equia Miracle, George McEagle, Florence Brima, my daughter, Dupin, my son, Rhoda Concha, Sumin Eric, oh, special people, Owusa Louisa, Owusu, Owusu Louisa, Owusa Louisa, Owusu Louisa, Wilson, Eddie Manel, Elijah's Mantle, Osei Kwame Austin, Mami Ochewa Hansen, Nana Kwame Dennis, Henrietta Weld, Olua Funke, Polash, Yoli Yoli A, Mrs. Asamwa, Mr. Kweku, Oh, Munina Namisha Mwati, Rosie Namisha, Bennis Namisha, Family's Last Hope Namisha, God's Ray, Mr. Dare, Namisha, Possible Susanna Wusu, Efia Jemai, Michael Wusu, Abena P, Great Rescue, Christine, Lady Reverend C, A, K, Y, K, K, C, and Yonis Gratitude, Lucia Minya. My idea, mon premier. Eh. Okay. Eh, my bro. <laughs> God bless you. Bye bye. All my life you have been faithful All my life you have been so, so good